Do you remember what life was like before you had a smartphone? Do you remember what it was like before you had a cell phone? That's what we're talking about next on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. Do you remember what life was like before you had a cell phone? And most people now have smartphones, which means you can access the internet from your telephone. Well, 30 years ago, that was science fiction. 30 years ago, you wondered why somebody hadn't already invented that. But 30 years ago, most people didn't have internet either. Email was still a fairly new thing. And what we now call email was pretty much restricted to sending messages to people who were on the same computer system, people that were on the same server. But 30 years ago, there weren't cell phones. Now, mobile phones, car phones is what we used to call them, have been around since the 60s, maybe early 60s, maybe even late 50s. But only the absolutely most wealthy people in America had them. Limousines had them, but that was 50 years ago. But I remember when I got my first smartphone, I fought it for a long time because I had a flip phone. And this flip phone was indestructible. And for those of you who may be too young to remember flip phones, it actually folded up like the communicator from Star Trek. You had to flip it open and dial a number. But the reason I fought getting a smartphone for so long is because I had this flip phone. And I have dropped this flip phone from 30 feet high. I was working in a manufacturing plant that had 80-foot ladders. And from time to time, we would have to climb those ladders to repair the overhead cranes. And I was at least 30 feet up. And I dropped this flip phone out of my pocket, and it fell and bounced off every piece of metal around it before it finally landed on a concrete floor. And I just assumed that was the end of my flip phone. But I picked it up, flipped it open, and it still worked. And I carried one version of another of a flip phone for a number of years. And then my wife upgraded to a smartphone. And she kept telling me, you need to upgrade to a smartphone. And I said, but I don't need a smartphone. I don't need to be able to access the internet. I don't need to be able to send emails through my phone. It just sounded ridiculous to me. And I said, plus this thing here is indestructible. I've already heard that the biggest drawback to smartphones is you crack the screen. And that's still the biggest drawback. If you drop them, the screen cracks. And I told her the story about dropping this flip phone 30 feet onto a concrete floor and it still worked. And she says, but look, you can take pictures with my phone. I said, I can take pictures with my phone. And granted, the pictures I took with this flip phone were grainy, somewhat out of focus, but I could take pictures. She said, you can't take pictures like this. And she showed me a picture she took. I said, yeah, I got to admit, that's a better looking picture. But as a technical person trying to repair machines, there were times when I needed to go on the internet to look up information. And she said, if you had a smartphone, you could go straight to the internet from your phone. From wherever you are, you can access the internet. You don't even need a computer. You don't need a laptop. You can just use your phone and access the internet. And I think it was her second smartphone before she finally convinced me that I needed one. So I finally got a smartphone and loved it. And after about three months, 
I cracked the screen. I dropped it from a height of about two feet and the screen cracked. But it was too late. I was already hooked. I had to have one. I couldn't live without one. But I remember the days before flip phones and the days before you even had a cell phone. And back in the 90s, we had this brick. Battery weighed about five pounds, maybe 10 pounds, and had this long cord that went down to the battery. But it was a mobile phone. The phone we had before that was a bag phone, and that was the very first mobile phone we ever had. It was a bag phone. Well, the reason you had to have a bag was because the battery was so heavy. You needed to put a strap or a handle or something on the battery pack. And you could plug it into the cigarette lighter. I think the, the battery on this bag phone might have lasted five minutes on a full charge. But we had a mobile phone. We had this space age mobile phone that allowed us to call people from wherever we were. And you remember back in those days, it wasn't necessarily wherever you were. You had to check your signal strength to see if you were close enough to a tower to be able to make a mobile phone call. But 30 some odd years ago, normal average American people could not afford a mobile phone. Your only recourse to call somebody on the phone was your house phone. Well, we call them house phones now, but 30, 40 years ago, it was the phone. We didn't call it a house phone. It was the phone. It was the only phone you had. And we were telling the story to my 20-year-old daughter about how when her mother and I were dating and how my wife, then girlfriend, had a problem with the car and I had to go rescue her. And she had to walk a quarter of a mile in the dark to find a house at 11 o'clock at night that still had the lights on and a house where she thought she knew the people and to ask if she could use their phone to call me. And my 20-year-old daughter said, was your battery dead? Did you not have a phone charger with you? And we just laughed. And mom said, honey, this was the 1980s. I didn't have a cell phone. And seeing the expression on my daughter's face as she's trying to mentally process what it would be like to not have a cell phone. Because at 20 years old, she can't remember a time when there weren't cell phones. That your house phone wasn't an additional phone. It was the only phone you had. And the biggest innovation in telephone technology just before cell phones was caller ID. You remember when you first got caller ID? See, before cell phones, you didn't know who was calling until you answered it and, and they told you who they were. And one of the things that having cell phones has done to us now is it has changed phone etiquette. Because remember when you had a house phone, you answered the phone, hello. But now that you have a smartphone, when the phone rings, you instantly know who it is. It may even have the picture of the person. So now when people answer the phone, they don't necessarily even say hello anymore. As often as not, people will just touch the answer button and start talking as if the conversation had already begun. Where have you been? I've been trying to reach you all day. Well, I left my phone in the car. Or my phone was on the charger. Or people will answer the cell phone and say, how's it going? Or they'll say your name. Rob, what's going on? But before cell phones, you always said, hello. I remember when caller ID first came out. And you had to pay extra for caller ID. And I remember one of my wife's 
sisters said, in all honesty, I don't know why you bother paying extra for caller ID because you're never home when I call. We loved having caller ID. And just before caller ID, the biggest innovation was the answering machine. You remember the answering machine? They had digital answering machines where you just recorded a message. But before that, the answering machines had a cassette tape. And you had to record your message on the cassette tape for your outgoing message. And then you had a separate cassette tape that recorded your incoming messages. And you would have to rewind the tape before you could listen to your messages. And that was another big change in technology. And even though answering machines had been around probably since the 1950s, certainly by the 1960s, but for many years, only businesses had answering machines. Because it was such a chore to call somebody on the phone, you didn't get that many calls. People only called you when it was something important. But since the innovation of cell phones, people will call you because they're bored. After cell phones, you always had your phone with you. But back in those days, you had to be close to your phone before somebody could call you. So you didn't get that many calls. Well, I can't call him now. He's at work. Well, I don't want to call now because it's supper time. I don't want to call him while the news is on because he won't answer. I'll wait till about 7. By 8 o'clock at night, well, it's too late now. I don't want to bother him. I'll wait and call in the morning before he goes to work. It had to be something important before people would call you. And, of course, after the smartphone, especially, they don't even need to call you. They can send you a text message. Call me when you get a chance. Or you could leave whatever message you wanted to leave without even talking to somebody. You send them a text message. And at some point after the innovation of cell phones, text became a verb. I don't have time to talk right now. I will text him. Before cell phones, text was not a verb. There was no such word as texting. Text was a noun. Text was a thing. It wasn't something you did. But after cell phones, text was something you could do. And even before answering machines, you wouldn't necessarily be able to leave a message or talk to somebody just because you called them on the phone. If the phone rang and it was an inconvenient time to answer it, you would just ignore it. Well, if it stopped ringing and then immediately started ringing again, or started ringing again within just a few seconds, you would think, okay, this is important, maybe I should answer this. But since cell phones, you can just look at it and decide if you need to answer. And if you don't have time to answer, it will automatically go to voicemail, and you can listen to the message later. But how cell phones have changed our lives and changed the way we communicate with each other. And with the COVID-19 lockdown, the next change may be two-way video communication. You've been able to video chat since smartphones came out, but most people didn't really use it that much. But now with the social distancing and people can't go see each other anymore and people don't see each other out anymore and they can't meet each other, video chat may replace voice communication altogether. Who knows? But this is just a little conversation about what it was like BC before cell phones. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you downloaded. 
Click on subscribe and follow. Click on like, leave me a comment. And I'll talk to you next time over the podcast, not over cell phone. Bye now.